Welcome to Legacy Women's Podcast, where we seek to encourage women in their relationship with God and one another through monthly conversations with the women of Cornerstone Church of Knoxville. Well, hello, and thanks for listening. Today, we are going to follow up with some women who participated in our new one-to-one mentoring program. We hope that as these ladies share, you'll be encouraged to invest in the type of relationships women are told to pursue in the second chapter of Titus. And by way of a refresher, let's look briefly at this section of scripture. Um, The book of Titus is a letter written by an older pastor named Paul to a younger pastor um, named Titus. And in chapter one, Paul instructs Titus to put things in order in the churches on the island of Crete. And he tells Titus to live a godly life personally and to faithfully instruct others in sound doctrine. And this instruction is vital because the island of Crete has a decadent and godless culture that's very similar to our own. And Paul is pretty clear about the the challenges that Titus is going to face. Um, He describes both the false teaching and sinful lifestyles he'll encounter. But in chapter 2, he describes how the church can promote godly lifestyles that are the fruit of the gospel and a testament to Christ. And he writes, But as for you, Titus, teach what accords with sound doctrine. Older men are to be sober-minded, dignified, self-controlled, sound in faith, in love, and in steadfastness. Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good, and so train young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind, and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. So from this passage, we learned that women can promote a God-glorifying culture in their church, first by being godly women themselves, and second by training and teaching younger women in godly womanhood. So mature women are to take the rich, sound doctrine that we learn from our pastors and God's word and help younger women apply it to their hearts and lives. And by doing this, we ensure that God's word isn't reviled, even in the midst of a culture that does revile God in his ways. And um, Paul doesn't give any specifics about how this teaching is to take place, but we know from experience that there are many effective ways it can happen. And I, for one, am very thankful that this is something that's already woven into the um, fabric of CCK's culture organically, but sometimes it's helpful to have a more formalized way to make it happen. So... That's where one-to-one comes in. It's basically eHarmony for establishing these kinds of mentoring relationships. You sign up and then you're matched with the mentor you meet for with a specific um, length of time. And so we had our first test run this spring and I've got some ladies here to talk about how it went. And like I said before, I hope that as they share, you're encouraged to pursue discipleship, not just in this program, but in the diverse ways that God makes available. So can you all introduce yourselves? Go ahead, Suzanne. My name is Suzanne McNeil, and um, I am the wife of Rob McNeil, and we have three boys. I am originally from Kingsport, Tennessee, and have been at Cornerstone for 28 years, and I'm a wedding and family photographer. I'm Janice Pierce, and I'm married to Pat, and we've been married 39 and a half years. Um, We have two children, and six grandchildren, and Pat is currently um, a bivocational pastoral intern at Cornerstone. My name is Rosemary Mercier, and um, I am single, and I have four grown children and three grandchildren, and I am a medical coder uh, for Team Health, and I'm originally from Southern California, and I've been at CCK for eight years. 
I'm Kendall Williams. I have been at the church for 23 years, my whole life. Um, my parents also go to the church. They're Lawrence and Vanessa. I'm their oldest daughter. Um, I'm from Knoxville, born and raised, and I work at Bloomer Group as their executive assistant. I'm Amy Wendell, and I'm married to Ben Wendell, and we have three children. Um, I'm originally from Texas, and but I've been in Tennessee for about um, a little over 10 years, no, 15 years, and at CCK for about eight years. Um, Janice, can you share your testimony? Yes. Um, I don't really remember a time that I wasn't in church. I grew up in church. Um, so about the fourth grade, I was 10 years old, and um, we had a confirmation class is what they called it. And I remember going through it, and I remember thinking, what does this really mean? And I knew at the end I wound up being a member of the church, but I, I was a little confused. I thought it should mean more than that. And so subsequently, as um, I would sit in church and I would think, there's more to this than I'm getting. There's just, there's just something going on here besides just joining the church. And um, I think back now, and I know it was the Holy Spirit moving, moving in me, because in John 6, 44, it says, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. And in 16.13, it says, When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. So I knew, you know, in retrospect now, I know that's what was going on. At the time, I didn't know that. I just knew I had unrest. So when I was 13, I was in, I think, the 8th grade. There was a, a gentleman named Sammy Hall who was led crusades, and he had the Sammy Hall crusade. And so all the schools were taking their teenagers to this. And I went... And um, as he shared the gospel, he shared his testimony, and he shared very cl clearly to me something that had been missing, that um, the explanation of our separation from God. And then I started to get it. I'm separated from God. I need a Savior. I need, you know, I need Him. That was the missing, the missing piece. And so um, I did profess Christ that night. I walked down and... Um, and to just to go a little further with the Spirit's movement, the next day, uh, I got out of, my mother took me to school. I can remember getting out of my car, and I saw this girl that I had previously not liked at all. You know, in high school, there's people you like and don't <laughs> like, and I had not liked her. And when I saw her, I just looked at her differently. I felt differently about her. I mean, it, what there was no forethought to it. It was just like, I'm seeing her differently. So the Spirit even then testified that he had, that I was saved, that he had saved me, you know, in that, the night before. That's great. Um, well, I just wondered uh, to start if this was new for anybody or if anyone else had done any type of like mentoring, either as a mentor or as someone being mentored. So who was this new for? It's me. For me. Okay. Amy, me as well. Suzanne. And Kendall. Okay. Um, what about for people who've had previous experience? Can you talk well, about that? I think you had said to formal or informal. Formal and informal. And so the first thing that came to my mind was my mother. My mother was a great mentor to me. Um, not necessarily spiritually. There were spiritual aspects, but that wasn't really pointed out. I mean, she wasn't real purposeful in that necessarily. She lived it out. But she was very much a mentor in 
um, the way she fulfilled the role of a wife and a mother in front of me just constantly. Mm. And so I had that. That was very informal. And then um, I had a teaching leader from Bible Study Fellowship. That's a Bible study I've been in for several, several years. And as a teaching leader, she was a mentor to all of us. And then we subsequently became friends, and she is a personal mentor. And then I was asked by a young lady to mentor her and a friend uh, several years ago. And But it still was not with... Like all the resources we had, it was more um, just relational or because of the Bible study we were put together. And then, like I said, my mother was totally, you know, an informal situation. Okay. you, Rosemary? Well, <clears throat> I started um, several years ago uh, mentoring a very special young lady. And this was a first for both of us. It was my first time being a mentor and her first time being a mentee. And... We followed the prescribed guidelines for the program. However, um, we continued to meet after the mentoring program officially came to a close. And with the passage of time, like maybe seven to eight years, um, the Lord just grew our relationship and brought maturity to it and really took it to um, a level of true friendship. And it's been a tremendous blessing for both of us. And so um, we continue still today meeting and seeking um, to build our relationship for the glory of God. That's great. I think mine would be similar to what Janice was saying about how my mom played a huge role in my life as well, along with, I think, other mentors like for career purposes and things that were a little more formal than not, but as far as um, informally goes, my mom definitely played a huge role in my life as far as just kind of informally mm-hmm. leading me and my sister through the years on different things and not specifically like necessarily sitting down to talk with us. This is a formal thing, girls. You know, it was mm-hmm. more of just tips and um, tricks that she would give to us and uh, encouraging us and, um, and thinking about how we should be godly ladies throughout our life. All right, so the first round of questions is for <coughs> those who were um, mentored in the program. And um, I'll say a special note about Suzanne McNeil. She did both. And so she both participated as a mentor and a mentee. So she gets to answer all the questions. Um, but I'll start with you, Amy. Was there anything that you were particularly nervous <coughs> or excited about going in? Um, I was just excited. I've always wanted to have a mentor and experience that, so I just went into it really looking forward to it. Good. What about you, Kendall? I would agree. I think my I'd always admired my mentor, like from afar, just always really, you know, enjoyed um, seeing her and talking to her and, and just seeing how she was such a great wife and mother and um, great in her career and all the things that she was thriving in, and so I was excited when I found out that she was my mentor and just kind of all the so um I think as Bethany said I did both and so when I was first asked to be a mentor I was like oh but I need to be mentored I need some help (laughs) (laughs) um so I I struggled with the am am I an older woman or a younger woman and so I've learned that we are all both so um for me initially I feel like the thing I was most particularly nervous about was just opening up to my mentor I felt like I was holding back and just nervous about um how to open up and, and be myself. Okay. 
That's relatable, I'm sure. So what were the most encouraging or helpful things that your mentor said or taught you? Amy, we'll just go in that circle. <laughs> okay, so there were two things that stuck out. I mean, the whole time of meeting with her was amazing. Um, but number one, she really encouraged me to love my husband and my children. And um, she just reminded me through like the struggles that we may have, whether it's marriage or raising kids, um, just to love them as Christ loves me, like not holding their sins against them and um, not placing burdensome expectations um, on them and just, just loving them where they're at. And then she also encouraged me just in the mundane tasks of uh, being a stay-at-home mom, just to be thankful for them, be thankful for um, whether it's folding laundry or doing dishes or just pulling weeds in the garden, like just those are precious moments. Like life has trials and they will come. So just be thankful for those quiet mundane moments. They're gifts from the Lord. I think a couple different things stuck out to me. And the first thing was during the time that we would meet and are continuing to meet, I think a lot of trials were going on in my life. And so she really just encouraged me just to stay positive through it all and see God's grace through it all. Um, so I think at times we can look at our circumstances and think, why me? And that was one of the things that, you know, I was kind of confused about some things, like I've lost a job and a relationship ended. And I was like, you know, how is this, how is this all working out for my good Lord, you know? And so she really just kept the focus on Christ and encouraged me through that and also gave just helpful insight from her experiences. And she'd been through a lot of similar things over the years and, you know, reached marriage in a, you know, later life. And now she has three beautiful kids. And it just was encouraging just to see if there is hope. Um, it may not be in my time, but it's going to be in the Lord's. So those are two things that stuck out to me. Um, I feel like same like Kendall, I feel like 2019 has been our season of trials nothing super huge trials in our life, but like our basement flooded and my husband has to have surgery and a medical diagnosis for one of my children. And, and I feel like that my mentor was always there to check in on me. How is that doctor's appointment? How is your basement? How's it going? I felt like it was a constant flow of concern for me. And it was, I greatly appreciated that. I was, I was getting that from friends but it was, I felt like from her, it was, it was a consistent, constant flow of how, how are things going? And just, I feel like that we, we developed a new friendship that I don't think that we would have ever, ever become friends just because we're in different seasons of life and we're not walking through the same situations and having the same friends. And that's been such a blessing to me just to have, have a, a new friend that I, I adore. Oh, great. Um, so I just wondered for people who might sign up for this na next round, do you have any suggestions for ways they can benefit if, if they are going to be mentored? My suggestions would be, um, first of all, just, um, I wrote down just soaking up their wisdom, like listening to all the, their life experience. Um, um, we also read through a book and that was really helpful. Um, I think I gained more from reading through the book together than reading it by myself. What about you, Kendall? I would honestly agree. I think, you know, listening to what they have to say, their, their, uh, their wisdom and what they have learned over the years, and then also just asking really good questions. I think they, they do want to hear what you, what you have to say and kind of where your heart is. And um, 
because they've also, I know my mentor told me, like, I'm learning from you as well. And so it can be beneficial, you know, to the both of you. Um, and so I think just asking good questions and, you know, just praying. And I know that my mentor prayed for me, and it was really, really helpful. And just would constantly check on me, asking questions, you know, like, how is the situation going? Like, is there a way that I can be praying for you this week? And I think just being up front with, with your requests, because when two or more are gathered together, like, there the Lord is. And so I think that was really helpful for, for me, and I think it can encourage others. Um, I think just being honest with your mentor and, and being honest with yourself. Um, I'm a super outgoing person, but when it comes to inter, interpersonal and just one-on-one, I'm not, I, I, I guess I have fear of man in that area, which is not typically my. In a large group, not so much. In a large <laughs> group, not so much, but in, in small group, yes. Um, and I think that, um, like Kendall said, just to um, just to soak up their wisdom and just to just to receive and listen. And I feel like we also, you know, we were not given a set pattern or, or set rules on how to do this. It was kind of like we we were given as this is me coming from the mentor side, but as a mentor, we were given resources. And you know, if you came across a situation, here's an article to to look at. And so that was helpful, I think, to us because we didn't have to, number one, do this, number two, do this, number three, do this to, to develop this relationship. And so um, that way, I feel like that it helped us to have freedom to just to develop it the way that we wanted to. Um, and one more thing, we kind of looked at it the same way, too. Like, we didn't have super high expectations. I mean, we went through a book just... Um, just have something to talk about also, but each week, you know, we kind of let the Lord just lead um, whatever was going on that week. Um, so it was so great just to know that there wasn't like certain way that you had to do it. So. That's good. Um, I just wondered if, if this inspired you to continue to pursue this in other ways, and if so, how? Yeah, I, would, I, love, I loved it. I would love to continue any kind of mentoring relationship, or I, I feel like I have, you know, more confidence to do it myself, like just because it's just depending on the Lord and mm-hmm. just seeking that, seeking the Lord together. So it was definitely a growing experience and I, I would for sure continue it and do it again, you know, with another mentor or however it you know, may come up. But I, I think for me, it was like gaining wisdom from someone a little bit older that was not necessarily like a family member or someone related to me that I'd already spent a lot of time with. And so getting that unique um, one-on-one time was really helpful and important for me to have another believer to talk to. So it's really great. And um, I also just wondered, you know, you both, your Amy, you already mentioned like, oh, I, it gave me confidence to, to want to disciple other people. So I just wondered if there were things you learned from your mentor that you're like, oh, if I was ever in a position to encourage someone else and disciple them, I just wonder if there's anything you want to emulate in their lives. Yeah, definitely. I think what I learned from my mentor, I would just want to model um, humility and just dependence on the Lord. I know my mentor was just so willing to relate to me and share um, her life with me. Um, um, so that really that really encouraged me, and I would want to do that for if I ever mentored someone, just and to show dependence on the Lord because my mentor definitely encouraged me to depend on Him. I think that because I was also a mentor, like um, I got a card in the mail. I was like, oh, maybe 
I should send mine in to you card. I was like, that's so nice. And it it was it was interesting to to go through the process on both sides, but um her just her passion for the Lord and her passion for the word just affected me and um just how open she was to have me in her home and it was just it was such a a wonderful experience to um just to be around. I would like to add as well, I just noticed a super genuine care for me and my family and just kind of what, you know, I was talking about, what I was going through, and it was just super contagious, and I just wanted to continue that on in my own life, you know, even if I do do not, you know, mentor someone later on. I just thought it was super great that she was just super genuine and open with me about things and cared a lot about my life. That's great. All right. Well, now turning to the mentors. Um, so I wanted to ask you the same question at the beginning. Was there anything you were particularly excited or nervous about? Or was there anything that surprised you or exceeded your expectations, Rosemary? Um, I think there was a little bit of nervous excitement. I mean, both a little bit of nervousness, a little bit of excitement. Um, I think... In one sense, you want to feel like you'll have all the right answers. Um, although that's really not what it's about. Um, and you want to mesh well, and you know you're not sure how that's going to work. But um, so it's a little bit of an unknown. Well, I was excited because, and I didn't say this when I introduced myself, but this is uh, this month we've been at Cornerstone seven years. And so we're like, I feel like still new members to get to know people. And so I had prayed to get to know uh, more women outside of our community group. And I had prayed to know more women in different age groups, not just my same peer group. And so when this came up, it was an answer to prayer, which really excited me to see how God you know, was working that out. And in that, I had two mentees, and one was in her 40s and one was in her 20s. And so I got double exposure, you know, to two different age groups. And with that came, um, I know one time when I met with uh, my mentor and I was asking who her peers were, because it was interesting to me to put names with faces, and she knew a whole different group. And I thought as I was writing this, I thought about how, you know, you're a you're a left side dweller or a right side dweller in the in the sanctuary. Yeah. And so one of mine was a right side dweller and one was a center and I'm a left. So I got to know a whole new world at Cornerstone. So that was really exciting. And um, as I thought about the other part of that, about being nervous, because like you were saying, Rosemary, nervous excitement um, for me, it turned into some warfare. Um in that the week, uh, I think Jake had the the breakfast where we went, if we were interested. I can remember driving there thinking, who are you to go do this? You know, I mean, I just felt su- such condemnation, and I knew it was the enemy. And then Jake spoke directly to that when I got there. And then this week, in preparing for this, you know, just feeling, you know, inadequate and having just to... Uh, just kind of preach to yourself that, you know, it's not, you're a vessel, you know, you're not the one that this all rests on and that God is adequate and it's his good work. He's called us to good works. 
And this is one of those good works and to submit to that and let him do it. And so for me, that was the nervous part. It was, I finally defined it for me. It was, it was warfare. Um, in second Corinthians nine, eight, it says, God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things at all times, having all you need, you will abound in every good work. And he just kept telling me, this is the good work right now that I've called you to. And so that, that verse was, was really important to me where the nerves kicked in and the warfare was, was there because I know this does not please Satan for <laughs> Christian women to meet together, encourage each other, grow together. You know, that can't be pleasing to him in any way. Um, I'm not sure I can improve on what Janice <laughs> said. That, that was, that was so, so very good. Cause I felt the same way. I, I remember at the breakfast meeting, even saying like, hey, I don't I don't think this is, I'm not your girl. Y'all, I need to be on the other side. I didn't feel like I was sufficient enough to be able to offer anything to a young woman. I, I had, I just didn't feel like that was me and worried about would it be like a college student? Would it be a, a single? Would it be a young mom? I was like, I just don't know what I could offer. So that, that was my, my biggest um, nervousness was, was about that, but I was also excited about getting to know someone new. Um, I was I was quite surprised when I was placed with my mentor and my mentee. I didn't know either one of them really at all, and being in the church for so long, I just assumed it would be someone I knew, like Kendall. I've known Kendall since she was since she was born. I thought it would be someone that I've known forever, um, and it wasn't. And so I'm so thankful that God placed me with people that, um, that I didn't know. It was, it was really, really good. That's great. Um, so we, some of the ladies have already described a little bit what their meetings looked like and, and the mentors were given a lot of flexibility. Um, but I wondered if you three would just describe what you did. Rosemary? Well, we would, um, meet for coffee or, um, a snack somewhere or, we might walk, go for a walk and talk, um, and we would just share a life together. You know, we would just talk about what's going on, you know, in their lives, um, talk about things that are burdening them or things that they need prayer for. Um, we would talk about just different spiritual aspects of their life, what they were reading, what they were learning, um, sometimes just listening because sometimes they just need to talk. And sometimes they would do more talking and I would do the listening. Um, but I would always try to leave them with hope. And that could be in the form of encouraging words or an acknowledgement of um, the work of God that I see in their life. And then I would pray before we parted ways. Okay. And then we would usually, I mean, we would always text between visits, just checking up, you know. Sometimes, um, you know, we would try to meet. It was different with, with both girls, but um, one I would meet with more frequently. The other one was a little bit less frequent, um, but would always stay in touch by texting between visits and sometimes with scripture or, you know, how can I pray for you this week? Or has anything happened with regard to, you know, this item that we talked about and just that kind of thing. Well, logistically, I would say pretty much the same as Rosemary. You know, in our in my home and 
I walked with one of the gals some and uh, restaurants it, that worked for us um, and a lot the same too and that we stayed in touch through texting uh, for me I used to be and this is old school a note you know I sent notes to people all the time and when I prayed for people I would send a note if they if God brought them to mind and so I'm like I fought that a little bit because I knew that was kind of old school, but no, I still felt led to some no. that I did. Bring I, it back. And my daughter, you know, my daughter-in-law te- is a texter, so I've adapted. And so um, I texted a lot, which worked out, seemed to work out pretty well and could keep up that way. And um, that that was a good way to stay connected. Um, we did use some of the resources that Jake had um, given us in fact with both of my mentees I had the the sheet I had copies and I said let's take this look at it what strikes your interest you know what's going on that something on here might be pertinent and then as as the weeks went on where the Lord was talking to me in some area like um, Janie Ortland has a podcast and I'd heard a couple of good things and so I would text and say have you heard this because it's really good and then we might, you know, word or two about it. But still, it was it was an opportunity to just share how the Lord was teaching me and bringing things into my life. And then um, one of my mentees recommended a book they were using. And I actually bought it myself and gave it to the other mentee, <laughs> mentee mentee. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that, that was helpful. The book was very helpful for me. So it was like she gave back to me, yes. but it's back and forth. We're, we're helping each other. We're sharpening each other. We're growing together. That's just how the Lord, the Word's active and the Holy Spirit's active. And so that's just what was taking place. Great. Um, for us, um, we first started meeting out at Target at North Shore. Just that was our first meeting in I quickly realized that it would, she, she has a a small child. And so it was best for us to figure out a way to do, um, to do it where he could be with us. And so I observed another mentor having her mentee come to the church during co-op. And I was like, that's a brilliant (laughs) idea. And so I had her come during the day because I was just there all day doing very little because it's hard to do things there. Um, And so um, she would come and her, her son would come and play in one of the children's ministry classrooms and, and we would just have a great time and we felt the freedom to talk and not her having to worry about her schedule when her husband could keep their son and we just we just made it work. Um, we also, we went through a book um, and so I just presented it to her. I said, hey, if you have interest in this book, you know, maybe we could go through that. And so we did and, and I and we have two more chapters to go, and it's, it's just been a really good experience to go through that. And then, of course, we would talk about life and, and just encourage and talk about situations that she might be dealing with. And um, it just, it, because the relationship built, and it, it, at first it felt, you know, it feels weird when you're meeting with someone you don't know. But as the time has gone on, and we've met several times, and it has just... It's just like meeting with a friend, so it was a lot, a lot easier than I expected. Great. I uh, do want to add one oh, thing. Yeah. Um, so, um, both Janice and Suzanne mentioned books, and I had actually chosen a book to go through with both of my mentees. But just as it turned out, as we got started, um, it really wasn't the best fit for them. Um, although they 
they like the idea and you know of going through a book and so we had the books but we just never got to the books because their lives and schedules just didn't permit it so um so I think it's good to be able to be flexible with yeah. whatever works best for yeah for I had a student person. it's like no more books, no more books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's a nice piece of it is that flexibility um I just wondered what blessed or encouraged you um, as you mentored these ladies I think um it was very encouraging just to be able to observe the work of the Lord in the lives of these ladies as time passed um and I just felt very encouraged and blessed the opportunity to invest I mean I can relate to Suzanne when you were saying why are they asking me what am I going to have to say to someone and um, but I was very encouraged um, with the opportunity and as as time passed um, I was encouraged with the response of the mentees and so that was that was good. And at specific points, I can recall specific points along the way where um, I just truly felt the Lord's pleasure. Mm-hmm. And that was a sweet thing. That's great. Well, I already mentioned it. For me, it was it was an answer to prayer, and it was um, it was just fun getting to know two two new women in the church. I mean, I just really enjoyed it. And what encouraged me was both of them. Um, were already just following the Lord. You know, it was not like they were stumbling and staggering around. They were already following the Lord. And that was encouraging to me um, to see that in younger women's lives. I, I, that, that encouraged me a lot. And then for the overall, I think, one-to-one, I think just seeing, this, seeing Scripture carried out, you opened with the Titus 2 passage, and seeing it carried out in that way, but also I've I've been looking at Acts this summer, and the thing I noticed um, is key is fellowship and together. the The young new church was together; they fellowship, they knew each other, and um, I think that can only strengthen the church. And I think it will strengthen Cornerstone as we are together like that as women. And as we're together as women, as you know, we talk about our husbands and our children and our lives. And so they're, they're kind of together by proxy through us, you know, um, as we as we share and connect. So it really connects on a larger scale than just one-to-one, I think. Yeah. For me, um, I, I remember after they... Um, discussed how they were going to put people together and they're just going to pray and just trust the Lord and say, I'm going to put Amy with this person and Kendall with this person. And, um, I was placed, my mentee was someone who had an expertise in one of my crises of the, of the 2019. And so she was able to encourage me with her, um, with her doctorate degree and um, help us walk through some situations with our son. So that was that was the surprise blessing mm-hmm. on the end for me because I, you know, this I'm doing this for her, but she was able to bless me in return. Um, but just like I've said before, just it was an intentional relationship, and we we had to work at the beginning to learn about each other and be comfortable with each other, and it just 
I've most relationships I feel like are not intentional and they just kind of happen organically and, and having an intentional relationship, you had to work at it and make it and make it work. And I feel like that, um, it worked well. I just wondered, um, how you would encourage if there's women who are listening, who are like, well, I'd, I'd like to men or women, I think, but I'm like you maybe really nervous. So how would you encourage them maybe to pursue that? Not, not even just in one-to-one, but just generally, um, do you have any thoughts? So Rosemary? I would say, um, you know, whatever your age, whatever season of life you're in, there is someone around you that has not walked where you have walked. And so take the hand of that next young lady and walk with them and walk the gospel out just in everyday life. And and, oh, sorry. No, I, I was just going to say also, um, um, I think it's important, and I think it's already been verbalized here, but just to be real with your mentees. Let them see who you are. Well, for me, obviously, pray. You know, I think if, if you have that desire, the Lord's given you that desire, and you should be praying and asking Him for the opportunity, whether it's formal or informal, and then to expect it. I think I didn't expect it necessarily. I, you know, when it happened, it's like in the middle of it, it's like, oh, well, that's an answer to your prayer. <laughs> you know, so I think be thinking God is going to, if he's given you that good desire, he is going to, you know, he's going to, going to, take, going to take you there. And then I think don't limit um, yourself and, and miss the fact that you're probably already mentoring somebody. Like we talked about our mothers you're already mentoring somebody, um, so don't take that for granted. Or a coworker, or a neighbor. There's somebody already you're probably engaged with that that needs someone alongside of them. And then um, during the months of the formal mentoring, for me, my daughter came and lived with us for three months with two children. So as I was uh, juggling the formal mentoring, I realized, you know, there's mentoring going on right here. <laughs> so, you know, you're not just, you've got to meld those two together. And my, both of my mentees were very understanding and supportive and prayerful for me and the things I was going through with, because my daughter had one of her children while she was there, which was kind of a big deal <laughs> so, yeah. uh, to have a newborn in your house at 60, you know, and you're going, okay, I remember this. <laughs> So, um, yeah, expect it and then just know you already, you probably already are, you know. Like I said earlier, all of us are older women and younger women. And I, years ago, I've always categorized myself as younger, the younger woman. And so here I am, middle aged in my 40s. And I was like, oh, so I'm both. But I think we are, are all both. So, like, Kendall has something to offer too an older woman or a younger woman. We, we all, and Amy and, and Rosemary, and we just, we all have something to offer to everyone and to just be expectant of that. And um, if God puts it on your heart, it would, it will definitely be something that will bless you if you, if you go, if you do it. That's good. Well, thanks. 
so much. That is very encouraging and inspiring. And for those who are interested, a new round of one-to-one will be starting in September. And so keep your ears open for signups that will start in August. And finally, if you are interested in just growing in your understanding of this whole topic of discipleship, um, I will recommend the books um, Spiritual Mothering by Susan Hunt and Adorned by Nancy DeMoss Wolgamuth. Um, They're both excellent resources. They complement each other nicely. Um, So I highly recommend them for further study. Thanks for listening.